We are back at it today. I've got a lot of information to cover. In fact, probably too much. The first thing I want to look at, the most important thing, is toilet paper. Yes, that's right. I'm talking about shortages today of all kinds. Gasoline or petrol. We're looking at toilet paper, everything. Okay, I'll bring that to you first. The second thing I want to look at is the economic slowdown. I'll give you PMI data. I'll give you what's happening manufacturing and all different types of uh, data around that. The third thing I want to look at is China's big deal. Okay, I will bring you some more details on that. I'm going to talk about Norway. I'm going to talk about the Federal reserve and if i have time i'm going to cover five at the very end of the video five tips for self-reliance so you've got to stay with me let's go Okay, so let's start with this article right here out of the Washington Post. Semiconductor shortage that has hobbled manufacturing worldwide is getting worse. After nearly a year, automakers are still cutting back on production and losing sales in a supply crisis that is also hitting other business sectors. We have seen, I believe the count was either 71 or 73 ships just sitting offshore the, uh, off the US coast, LA, Long Beach. They're just waiting to get in. What's the issue here? We'll talk more about that in a second. But the semiconductors have become such an integral part of just about everything, not cars. But think about how many different items in your house are now, you know, they, they use some sort of computer technology. The fridge, the stove, the dishwasher. I mean, why does my Wi-Fi have to be in a dishwasher? I mean, I thought it was for my internet. I mean, th this is ridiculous how, how integrated they have become. And now as a result, we are paying the price. You see what I'm saying here? The retailer we're talking about Costco is noting that the company is working to fulfill everything as quickly as possible and that customers will get a follow-up with tracking information once the order has shipped. That's right. Because if you order your toilet paper, you may not get that toilet paper right away. Costco warns customers over delays on essential household items. That's right. Due to increased volumes, you might see a slight delay in the processing of your order. This is not the only thing that we've got a problem with, right? It's going on all over the place. You can see there wasn't any bottled water packs or toilet paper at Costco today. Sign of the times to come. We are a year, well over a year and a half into this at this point, And for some reason, there still isn't enough toilet paper. Call it what you want. This is very strange, okay? It's been a year and a half. They said that they're running their production 24-7. I understand, as we'll talk about in a minute, that there apparently aren't enough drivers to get stuff from place to place, but it just seems very unusual. High U.S. meat prices are here to stay amid depleted reserves. So for those eating those animals, you could see the prices have gone up considerably for them. I've heard from some people say, no, that's not the case. But you look at it, I've heard from people literally all around the world tell me that the animal prices have gone up. Look at this, PMIs. This is the real economy when you look at some of this data. So you can see Europe. Downside surprises across September, flash PMIs, all of them. I'm just going to show you basically that they're all either leveling off or heading down, okay? Composite PMIs, Euro area PMIs, whether that is Euro area, Germany, France, so on, you go down. Same thing. 
Delivery times remain close to an all-time high with continued price pressures. Same situation. Continued supply chain issues reflected in long delivery times. This is from Goldman Sachs, by the way. Solid growth in Europe despite the slowing, but risk that it might be slowing more rapidly than anticipated. However you want to call it, it's not what they had hoped. Then we have this. You could see, um, I'll show you directly from their website, but Market uh, posted this. And it's their PMIs. And you can see that green right here. If I highlight it again, it just shows you the manufacturing PMI and then the services PMI right here, both of them moving down over the last little while. This is a slowdown. And in my opinion, corresponds directly with the whole unemployment situation as well as all the stimulus packages and all of this. So then you compare. You're looking at the US, the Eurozone, Japan, and so on. All of them have slowed down or have started to fall. That's what we need to know at this time right here. Um, don't expect something like a Japan to ever show a positive number in this case here because the economy uh, has long died. You could see right there coming directly from the source if you are interested, essentially showing the same information. There is a slowdown. They're talking about the su uh, supply chain holdups and the capacity shortages regardless of what the issues are, what you experience is the problem. And I have heard from people in the UK as of my last video, if you haven't watched it already, I will link to it at the end of this one. So you definitely want to check it out. Go to the comment section. You could see people talking about in the UK, the, you know, the power providers are going bankrupt. They're going bankrupt. I believe almost a million people are affected by this. Breaking, BP said it has temporarily closed some UK sites. This is talking about, you know, where you're actually getting that petrol, that gas, okay? You know, due to the supply issues with unleaded and diesel fuel resulting from a national shortage of HGV and tanker drivers. Whether that's the case, that's what they're saying. So BP prepares to ration fuel deliveries as some petrol stations close over supply problems. And then this... Motorists urged by number 10 to shop for fuel as usual as BP shuts some of the petrol stations. The company insists that it has plenty of fuel, but two fuel delivery drivers to keep up with the demand as petrol provisions becomes the supply chain problems described as a cocktail of chaos. You know, what I find interesting is different scenario now, but for a period of time, a lot of different products were not being purchased. You had other things that were being purchased, but there was clearly this, you know, really reduced demand. And yet, it didn't seem to, you know, allow the supply chain to catch up. It was just chaos and madness. But regardless, anyway, now, what I want to do is get into the information right here in the Money GPS Insights. Prices of everything right now are rising along with inflation. So we have the monetary inflation and we have the price inflation at the same time. The Fed refuses to acknowledge what's happening with inflation right now and it is actually encouraging more inflation to take place. At this point in time, investors are given absolutely no reason not to go all in, use maximum leverage and margin wherever possible. 
So let me move through this quickly here. We're talking about China's Evergrande and I want to show you what's been happening, give you some updates on that. China makes preparations for Evergrande's demise. Beijing, reluctant to bail out the country's most heavily indebted property developer, is asking local officials across the country to prepare for a possible storm. That's right. The officials characterize the actions being ordered as getting ready for a possible storm, saying the local level government agencies and state-owned enterprises have been instructed to step in to handle the aftermath only at the last minute should Evergrande fail to manage its affairs in an orderly fashion. So that works a little bit differently than the United States or some other places where, you know, the markets dip down by one and a half percent and you could see the plunge protection team throwing out cash like, you know, it's raining outside. You know, this is what they do. It's a very different scenario but we'll see what happens. The stock for Evergrande kind of bottomed out at this point. And, you know, the expectation from some players in the market is that don't worry, the China is not going to let it fail. But in a sense, part of it has failed. Okay. They started to default. We'll talk about that here in a second. Essentially, they talk about uh, this more in detail in the Wall Street Journal article, but uh, a few individuals have asked not for me not to talk about the subject, so I will move on as quick as I can, just giving you the most important details here. China Evergrande Group, the property developer currently on the brink of default, has made many efforts over the years to branch off its businesses beyond real estate. But what is more impressive is how it managed to manipulate the capital markets through the store that it created they're talking about the electric vehicles and what they had been able to do interesting raising a lot of money 86 billion dollars and didn't even sell a single car that's right because uh, hey, electric vehicles oh, this is fantastic let's throw billions of dollars at it same situation all around the world in fact all right one of the important points in here, which I'm not sure if they get to, is the fact that this one particular company is, you know, part of that in Evergrande. They're not paying their employees. I don't know if it mentions it here, but essentially they have missed a payment on some of their employees at Evergrande. So they're having very serious liquidity issues today. That's one thing. Okay. Evergrande debt troubles seem particular to China. That's according to the U.S. Fed's Powell. That's right. You don't need to worry, okay, everybody? Because Powell, Jerome Powell, he said everything's going to be okay. That's right. And if you agree with him, if you agree with him, and if you love him, and if he's your uncle, then you're welcome to give this video a thumbs down. If you like it, give it a thumbs up. All right. What is China's Evergrande? Why is its crisis worrying the markets? The Chinese property giant's debt load is teetering. Here's a look at the crisis and the risks of a collapse. There are countless articles written about this. And of course, if you want to know all the details, I would recommend checking it out. I've already covered this extensively, getting into what the problems are. They, you know, just, just go back into the previous videos it's going to highlight it all for you, but I, I will leave the link in the description as always. I, I think it's important to understand fundamentally what's happening here and get it from as many different sources as possible. China urges Evergrande to avoid default, repay retail investors. 
This is just showing you here, they're actually at the point where, you know, the foreign investors look like they will be losing out. Financial regulators in Beijing issued a broad set of instructions to China Evergrande Group, encouraging the embattled developer to take all measures possible to avoid a near-term default on dollar bonds while focusing on completing unfinished projects and repaying individual investors. So the goal here would be to pay the individuals uh, locally and, you know, secondarily, outsiders, they're not going to fare so well. All right, just showing you more of the details they could miss it. There's a 30-day grace period, so we won't, may not know for the next few weeks exactly what's happening here. There's no indication that regulators offered financial support to Evergrande for the bond payment. And it's unclear whether officials believe the company should eventually impose losses on offshore creditors. That's the situation. Like I said, we'll find out in the next few weeks. They're staying silent on their $83 million bond interest payment, leaving investors in limbo. Who knows, who knows? And essentially, same story, okay? Getting it from different sources. I want to talk about the Federal Reserve. And I, I was going through this document, which is basically talking about the Fed. And it's like, a, what do we do, okay? What is the Federal Reserve? And I was trying to find something else in here, but I found this information, which I thought was really funny. And if you appreciate it, uh, you know, let me know, okay? 2015 to 2019, normalizing monetary policy in a normalizing economy already already we're confused all right just showing you okay over this thing we did two percent inflation the fomc decided we begin to normalize it the stance of the monetary policy in order to achieve uh continue the foster macroeconomic objectives blah 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 okay fed speak all over all over the place the term normalization refers to steps the fomc took to return both short-term interest rates as well as the size and the composition of the Federal Reserve's balance sheet to more normal levels. I mean, I read that and I just said, I'm immediately putting this into the video. This is ridiculous. This is just out of this world, the way that they talk about this. It's in the document, it's directly on the Federal Reserve's gov, federalreserve.gov website and man, it's, it's whoa. I didn't, I'm just reading it, okay? Anyway, this is another update on the Fed reverse repo operations, this time charging past even further. We are now at $1.35 trillion in a single day. And why is this the case? Because they upped the amount that the, basically the, the individual companies, the primary dealers that are taking place, uh, you know, you know, doing all this is basically they, they double the amount. So from 80 billion up to 160, I believe the number was, I covered in yesterday's video, and this obviously encouraged them, hey, let's do even more. And they are. The expectation is about two to $2.5 trillion by the end of the year. And I will show you, if I have it here, there we go. Look at that. It's just going straight up. We've never seen anything like this before. Oh, but don't worry because the system is functioning as it should. My goodness. My friends in Norway, 
Check this out. Norway hikes rates becoming the world, the first, becoming the first central bank in the developed world to do so. A normalizing economy now suggests that it's appropriate to begin a gradual normalization of the policy rate. This is the governor. On the opposite end, you're seeing the Federal Reserve saying, okay, so inflation is, it's kind of high. Yeah, we see that. Uh, the economy is, is doing great. Uh, everything is everything's fantastic. So we're going to keep interest rates at zero. And at a later date, we're going to uh, print less money. We're right now, we're going to leave it at the highest rate ever we have ever seen in history before. I mean, Norway, different story. I get it. But this is like a complete departure from the talk coming from the chair, Powell. You can see chart related to that. The bank revised up the projected policy rate path, just showing you how it's all broken down, what they're dealing with right now. My friends, I know I have a few friends in Norway, and this might be interesting to you. So I bring that to you. All right. Now, five tips to be more self-sufficient. I covered this one recently and I'm working on more of these PDFs, but essentially this is the case, okay? If we are worried about toilet paper and our food and our water and our gas and so on, this isn't good because a real, I mean, you can have delays. All right. So what, you know, you get a delay of a week here, a week there, but what if it became three months? Well, now you start to got, you know, you got to get creative. You've got to take care of your own food. You have to take care of some of your own food, at least in an emergency scenario. Whether that's seeds, whether you've got you know, growing your own food, whether this is uh, you know some sort of backup supply, cans, uh, big bags of rice, looking at storable like freeze-dried food. What about your water situation? Look at what happened in Flint. Look at what these different places where the water supply is... Basically, it's contaminated, and hopefully you didn't get really sick from it, but now you don't, you can't use that water supply anymore. That's not good. So we need to be more self-sufficient when it comes to water as well. What about the droughts that people are experiencing? Crazy, right? Got to conserve that water. Well, you know, hopefully you're prepared, prepared in advance. Excuse me, I can't talk today. Preserving, this is key. I know a lot of people are doing this. Very important. It's an old school thing. Some of these old school things need to come back. Income, also having a secondary source of income. I think this is really important as many people are being left without their primary income. And then we have energy. Do something about your energy, solar panels, batteries, backup generator, a passive home. This is key. Using potentially 90% less energy, there are a lot of things that you can be doing, okay? Become more self-sufficient. That's my message of the day. Don't get caught in, in this unfortunate situation. People, time and time again, seems like that's the case. Look, I'm going to try to make these PDFs available to you. I've already got one when you sign up to the insiders. So you sign up to the insiders, you get um, a PDF, one of those. But as I create new ones, I want to uh, figure out a way to get all of those PDFs to everybody and you could sign up for free right here at this card or at themoneygps.com. Support the channel by clicking that like button. I do appreciate it. If you haven't seen this video, it talks about Evergrande. It's talking about what's happening with inflation, stocks, everything. Okay, check it out. I'll see you there.